0: This is who kicked the corner flag, an English soccer game show podcast.
1: It's with Kevin De Bruyne who sets up a
0: shot, and scores.
2: And now it's with Harry Kane, and it's another chance to make it three, and he doesn't miss this time. That's Coutinho for Salah. Oh, that's brilliant! Mo Salah's header from Coutinho's, excellent cross and here's your host James Rose From what seems like an age we're back this is episode 5 of our second season hope you all had a great weekend I am delighted to be joined today by the leader of the Casey Spurs the man whose potch out banners were put temporarily on hold and who's got a secret crush on Mary Berry all true of course it's Jeri Bustamante how are you bud
1: Uh doing well yeah they are all true and bring Mary Berry back <laughs>
2: A topic for a different pod. Uh, And I'm once again joined by the leader of the KC Gunners, the man who's still trolling the KC Spurs Twitter account as we speak, and whose travelling exploits could start a podcast. And it did!
0: It's Boyce Richardson. How are you, bud? Even better now that Jose Mourinho's Manchester United have snatched defeat from the jaws of victory after that ass-hat-haired Fulani scored in the 95th minute they still lost on PKs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, let's, uh, let's kick off as usual with our top three segment where our contestants try to figure out which stories were the most discussed. Three points for guessing number one, two for number two and so on. Uh, Boyce, you're going to get to go first this week. So out of all the fixtures played over the weekend, uh, what was the most talked about?
0: Let's talk about West Ham United and Chelsea dropping points for the first time this campaign. <laughs> You'd be absolutely correct. So, yes,
2: uh, although that did only snag that last spot on the list, surprisingly. But, yes, that did certainly make the list. Um, let's start talking about Chelsea on this one. Uh, they were on a bit of a roll for the first few games. A lot of people were kind of surprised by this. Um, so dropping points for the first time. Boyce, is it a big concern or nothing to worry about at this stage?
0: I actually think that this match speaks more to West Ham than it does to Chelsea. It's one of those situations where, surprise, surprise, Jack Wilshere has gone out of the West Ham lineup with an ankle injury. (laughs) Who would have ever guessed that that was a possibility during the 18-19 campaign? (laughs) Wilshere's absence from the lineup, West Ham have become a much more stout defensive team, purely Mm -hmm. because their midfield's built a little bit better with a little bit more strength. And for the better part of this match, Chelsea didn't do a very good job trying to figure them out. You know They'd get the ball into the offensive third, but there was no offensive movement. There weren't really many great opportunities from the Chelsea lineup. And in fact, I think it was Yarmolenko in the 78th or 79th minute had just a wide open header on the right side of the goal that I honestly have no idea how mm-hmm. he missed. Yeah. Chelsea really should have lost this match. And I think they're fortunate to come out with a single point. And I think you know, teams are going to do this to Chelsea for the rest of the year. They don't have, as much as I love Giroud, they don't have anybody at the number nine position that can create a goal out of nothing. Murata has proven himself to be just a waste of transfer dollars. They don't have anybody dynamic in there. They don't have anybody like Costa anymore. And some days, Eden Hazard can do it all by himself. But if somebody else doesn't step up in that lineup and start scoring goals, I think Chelsea might have a few problems. Mm -hmm. We talked at the beginning of the campaign about The fact that Chelsea were perhaps in that 3-4 position in the final standings at the end of the year. And I think to this point, they've overperformed. They've been fortunate that they've really only had an Arsenal team that were coming off of a loss to Manchester City in their second match with a new coach still trying to find an identity at Stamford Bridge. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to learn a lot more about this Chelsea lineup as they play Liverpool, I believe, twice in the next three or four days
2: uh jared have we learned anything different from west ham based on their performance here or are we are we thinking kind of more of the same with west ham not going to get a uh, three points easily here
1: i you know they owe a lot of this to Lucas fabianski in particular Lucas Lucas fabiaki's face i mean <laughs> uh he played out of his mind i mean a little bit of luck uh uh actually, you know, uh uh you can really credit that to, you know, kind of good technique. But you know, I think it was Murata that put it right in his face and credit to the keeper staying brave, staying big. But uh, there were a couple of breaks here where it could have gone the other way. Ross Barkley comes on and uh, uh had a great whipping ball to the far post. You know, Fabiaski gets down quickly uh and parries away. Uh they uh, uh to kind of echo Boyce's point, I think that uh, that midfield did well. Uh, credit should be given to Robert Snodgrass, who came on and was just a terror to that Chelsea backline, uh, holding it, holding the ball in the corner, and uh, which is great considering the fact that I had Snodgrass for on my fantasy team for the better part of last year, and he wasn't even up in the Premiership, so that was a lot of fun <laughs> for me. But. Um, this is football, right? I mean, you had a couple great saves from, from your goalkeeper. Yarmolenko doesn't put that ball away for some reason. That is still just a, a mystery to everyone. And, uh, uh, you know, the the game goes another way. I think there are some bright spots here. I think Pellegrini's got a system that I think can work. And just this is a huge feather in the cap mm-hmm. uh, uh, for West Ham. And uh, they'll be looking to build off of it. <laughs>
2: Uh, Let's go ahead and move on. So, Jared, you're next. We've got first and second spot still to guess. So, what do you think?
1: Let's talk about Wolves drawing United at uh, Old Trafford. That was on the list
2: too, yeah. Another howl by the Wolves sees them snatch a point at Old Trafford. Uh, The final score is 1-1, and that'll get you two points. It was uh, second on the list. So, Jared, are we looking uh, at another speed bump in Mourinho's big master plan?
1: Uh, absolutely uh, you know which is not to take anything away from wolves you know points that I'm sure boys will make they are there are a lot of fun to watch uh, <laughs> and <laughs> it is a fun fun team you had great build-up followed with subpar defending I mean and I just marino has got to do something about this mm-hmm. uh, you had a great you had a great effort in the great goal you know there are a few things as deft as uh, 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 Pogba's touch you know to assist a Fred on the goal just a Great, great assist. Meanwhile, Luke Shaw is being owned on that side, yeah. and and to this extent, I mean, he's even just shoving people over and still allowing goals. Uh, Fred's free kick, you know, uh, just another uh, fabulous route. Patricio save. Uh, there has to be something. I wouldn't even say that United was on the front foot on this match. I think they were lucky to have a point. And mm. uh, uh, if things fall, uh, you know, fall differently. Uh, for Wolves, they, they take three points. Uh, this is definitely something that uh, the United Faithful will will, will will be questioning throughout the week. Mm-hmm.
2: We'll certainly be thinking about it for a while, potentially. Uh, Boyce, was this a, a, a lucky break for the Wolves, in your opinion, or do you think there's signs of real talent in this team?
0: Oh, there are incredible signs of talent in this team. The problem is City's already circling, right? It's another situation where a team that has all of the resources in the league is circling around Nevis right now, And you're already hearing transfer rumblings about him potentially going to City. So as it stands right now, that midfield combination of Neves and Moutinho is more or less as impressive as you'll find outside of the top six. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of offensive fluidity. They went out and spent a ton of money. They have Rui Patricio in goal. This is a team that could do a little bit of damage. I actually think that they've underperformed to this point in the season. I think that this Manchester United match was indicative of something greater for them. Mm. It's a team that you should fear. Uh, I think it's a team, as they showed over the weekend, that's capable of winning on the road. Well, at least getting a good result on the road. And they're certainly capable of winning in Wolverhampton. Hey, Teams should fear them. Again, the issue might be that should, they should only fear this team for the first half of the campaign and potentially not for the second. It just depends on whether or not the owners of Wolverhampton are going to continue to spend those dollars once they sell Nevis if they do. If they turn around and buy more players and attempt to replace him, I think the team could continue on. But you know, did they have an eye on Manchester City's spending spree when they spent all that money over the summer? and are now trying to recoup money that they expended? Or are they going to do what Arsenal never seems to do, and take money that comes in and actually push it out?
2: <laughs> Man, that's so true.
0: Um, I guess we'll see.
2: Um, these Wolves do look hungry, though, that's for sure. They're already starting to upset some teams. So uh guess time will tell. Uh, Boyce, we are back to you, though, uh, for this final guess. First spot is still up for grabs. So uh,
0: what do you think it is? I actually think this is incredibly difficult. There's mm-hmm. Liverpool's 3-0 demolition of Southampton. There's City's 5-0 demolition of Cardiff. Which I, one I, is oddly, it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. And there's Arsenal somehow beating, or managing to beat Everton 2-0. Uh, let's go with Manchester City versus Cardiff.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't on the list. Damn oh, it. <laughs> come on. Jared, over to you. What do you think it is? <laughs>
1: I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go... Burnley 4 0 over Bournemouth and finally winning in convincing fashion. That wasn't it either. Oh my God. What? <laughs> All right. I'm going back
0: to Liverpool, Southampton.
2: <laughs> Liverpool was the one, believe it or not. Yes,
0: I'll take. <laughs> Who cares? Did anyone this expect match that is not completely to completely meaningless. It I doesn't am...
1: mean a damn thing. <laughs>
0: Boys this, we're, we're gonna talk This about is all
1: matches. thing
2: in the podcast as well. You this you match, guys you guys could talk about whatever. You pick a match, I'll let you guys do as well. You pick a match, you talk about it. no I'm just kidding. Uh, uh Liverpool extend their winning streak to six thanks to efforts from Mo Salah and Matip The final score is three nil. We're starting to see the Liverpool team guys that are uh taking those wins and uh running with them. Um
1: we I, c- no thanks to an own goal, first of all. But yeah,
0: whatever. <laughs> Jared, it's not even your turn yet. <laughs> Yeah. I, whose turn is it? Who knows? It's, it's, voice. it's my it's,
2: dog's turn. It's, boys, what has Klopp done right with this team? He spent a lot of
0: money, James. That's Great. what he's Jared, done. Right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, <laughs> Klopp has finally, over the course of three or four years, managed to create a team in his image and how he wants to play. And credit to them. You know, they've done really well. When they sold Coutinho, you wondered what they were going to spend that money on. They've turned it around. They've. They buy players who fit into the Liverpool system, who fit into the system the way that Klopp wants them to play. They got Jordan Henderson out of the starting 11. That's a really great way to ensure better results. They have Firmino, Mane, and Salah. You know, it's a situation where that triumvirate's going to score a lot of goals. Mm -hmm. And they for a while, covered up defensive shortcomings. They went out and bought Virgil van Dijk. They have Allison in Goal now. It's a good team. I think at this point, we've talked about it on the podcast before, though. Jurgen Klopp may have made a team in his image, and that's all well and good, and they're leading the Premier League for right now, but Jurgen Klopp still hasn't won any silverware during his time at Liverpool, despite getting to the Champions League final. You would have to imagine that this is the year that it has to come true. This team has spent 150 or 160 million pounds over the course of the last year and a half. That's absolutely obscene they are in manchester city's zone and uh i think what we're gonna see much like we talked about with chelsea earlier liverpool haven't played anybody yet this year and they are about ready to play everybody in very short order they've got city coming up they've got chelsea coming up i think we're gonna see just how good liverpool is in the premier league this liverpool team the only reason that they frustrate me is klopp was Sort of complaining about what Manchester City were doing, and then Liverpool turned around and did the exact same thing, and now they're good. Now, you know, that's what 2018 2019 looks like in the Premier League.
2: Jared, uh, if you want to talk about Burnley, that's fine, but uh, your question actually was more about uh, the, <laughs> the Saints. Uh, do we see them uh, facing relegation, or is it too early to tell? Uh.
1: Cares? Who cares? Oh about I'm kidding. Uh No, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's early, but you are you know you've taken five points out of six matches. I mean, that's not the best. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you're John Brighton. You're losing to Liverpool. Everyone expected that, and and that was a no match, despite Jordan Henderson being in the starting eleven. Not to sharpshoot my uh, my my co-host here, uh, uh, but yes, uh, Southampton was gloriously undermatched so they lost to everton they lost to Leicester. i mean they lost to palace by two and i mean these are those were points that they're going to look at and think you know some middling teams that maybe they could have nicked some points here and there that are c- going to come back to buy them so yeah. uh you know we've we've talked about you know kind of a race to the bottom when it comes to when it comes to relegation and they need to pick up points they need to pick up points fast unfortunately their next three matches are Wolves Chelsea and Southampton Yep, with a League Cup match thrown in the mix there at Goodison Park with Everton so there are gonna be some tired legs and gonna be some stiff competition so they got to start chalking up some points and, and and do it swiftly
2: All right, uh, let's swiftly move on. Now, since we're running a slightly shorter episode this week, uh, we're going to swiftly transition to our house favourite, which is, of course, Player Profile. Uh, I'll provide five different clues to a Premier League player, each clue easier than the last, the first person to shout their name and correctly guess said player wins two points. But you only get one guess as an incorrect shot does freeze you out. This week's category is titled Midfield Maniacs, which kindly translates to midfielders who have the occasional habit of scoring goals. Guys, you ready? All right.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> I'm already guessing Fellaini. <laughs> Damn
2: it. Scratch him off. All right. Here we go. Then. <laughs> Player number one is a Spaniard. Has lifted the Premier League trophy once in his career, or at least once in his career. Excuse me. Has been with his club since 2010. Plays for Manchester City. Boyce. Yes, Boyce. Silva. Yes, David Silver. That is correct, sir. And I'll get you those two points. The last clue on that one was his first name is David. Easy clue. Would have got it. Let's swiftly move on. Player number two has been riddled with injury during his career. Boyce. Yes,
0: Boyce. Jack Wilshire.
2: Not Jack Wilshire. You fell into my (laughs) trap. Glad it worked. It was worth it. (laughs) Worth a shot. Uh, No, that's incorrect, and that does freeze you out. Jared, these clues are for you. Has been with his club since 2013 is Argentinian has scored twice in three appearances this season. Plays for Spurs. <laughs> Need mm. any more clues?
1: <laughs> well, that is Coco.
2: Eric, Eric Lamella. Eric Lamella, yes. That is absolutely correct. I just realized I actually threw an extra clue. I don't know how I did that, but it happened. Um, but, hey, you got it anyway, so it counts. That'll get you those two points. Player number three wears the number eight shirt despite scoring seven times last season, has yet to score this season. Used to play for Cardiff City. Is Welsh... Boyce. Yes, Boyce. Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey. There it is. Yes, that is absolutely correct. And I'll get you those two points. The last clue would have been plays for Arsenal. He might have got it from that. But hey, nice work. Uh, Player number four plays for Manchester United. Has the same first letter for his first and last name. Jared. Oh, boys, go for it. (laughs) Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba. Bam, there it is. That clue, man, is too easy. Too easy. Uh, The other clue, spent some of his career at Juventus, scored one goal at the World Cup, and his first name is Paul. Good stuff. Uh, Last player of the contest is Belgium. Boys. Yes, boys. Marilyn Fellaini. Come on, man. You're just messing with me. No, that is not. (laughs) (laughs) That is not on the list. That'll freeze you out. Jared, take all the time you need, bud. Uh, These Uh, last few cues are for you. Uh, Wears Blue as a home strip for his club. Has scored five goals in his six appearances this season. Did make a World Cup appearance. And his last name sounds like danger. Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard. Bam, there it is. Yes, that was correct. And it'll get you those points. But that is the game, folks. And the final scores. Congratulations to Boyce. He scored 10. Jared only scored six. So, Boyce, you are back, sir, as the winner. How do you feel?
0: You know, just like Arsenal with four wins in a row... And probably gonna lose to Brentford tomorrow, but that's
2: okay. Uh Jared Bud, Consolation. Uh few, a few points away. How do you feel? You
1: no, know, I was way more successful when Boyce wasn't here. So just <laughs> just saying.
2: If it was only Burnley that were in this in this list, I do feel for you, bud, because that would have been a good guess. That
1: was huge. It was a 4 0 where first <laughs> I come what. An informed Bournemouth squad, you're killing me, James.
0: I know. I'm one thousand percent strangely agree with jared on this the idea that liverpool versus (laughs) southampton was number one this week is so farcical that i don't even know what to do with it but i'll take the victory and the points
2: take the victory nonetheless (laughs) Burnley fans are like what do we need to do to get a mention on this podcast at least five goals god anyway
0: uh anyway just like (laughs) here Emmerich obama yang being offside for our second goal this week doesn't matter we still won. I'm glad you agree on that
2: because, uh, man, that was, that was true. Um, that's all we have time for, folks. Uh, thanks so much to, uh, Jared Bassamente and Boyce Richardson. Uh, once again, of course, you can check us out on Twitter at Kick Corner Flag, Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash Kick Corner Flag, and our website, kickflag.com.
0: Um, Boyce, any final thoughts? I was legitimately worried today when Fellaini scored that goal in the 95th minute because I had already tweeted out something where I was mocking Jose Mourinho and then. Lo and behold, the beauty of Phil Jones arose <laughs> from whatever foul mess that he was raised out of and missed a penalty kick. Oh, man, I love it. Uh, Jared. Continue.
1: Speed Watford. Speed Watford. Come it's, on, guys. Please, God. Please, Watford.
0: The oh, we're playing Watford over the weekend. Are you playing Watford tomorrow? Uh, Carabao Cup, yeah. Tomorrow, oh, yes, yeah, the League Cup. All right, that's all we have time for, guys. Thanks so much for listening,
2: and have
0: a great week.